Hello, welcome to the Is It Just Me podcast. I am your host, Dr. Angie Inch. This podcast will entail truthful, transparent conversation about everyday life and the lessons learned. This podcast is for everyone from teenagers to the elderly, although some topics discussed may be rated R. Every topic is based on living life and learning life lessons. Today's topic, we're going to talk about quality over quantity in friendships and in relationships. Before every episode, I like to state this disclaimer that I am not an expert and everything discussed is the independent opinion and reality of myself. What do we mean when we say quality over quantity in relationships? And it's not just in relationships with a significant other. I'm speaking in relationships such as friendships, sisterhoods, brotherhoods, etc. I'm a firm believer and it's not always about the numbers when it comes to being surrounded by people. It's more about the quality of the individuals and their genuine nature that proves why the quality of people will always supersede the quantity of people. And I like to always tell people in having discussions and in being authentic and genuine that I know a lot of people, but I don't have a lot of friends. And I say that because we have to learn to separate and differentiate individuals and place them where they belong and treat them accordingly. Everyone is not your friend. Our mothers have told us that growing up. Certain situations have revealed that everyone is not your friend. And I always say, no matter how good of a friend you are to people, sometimes it's not always reciprocated. And I have been on the end of being that good friend to certain people and then not being reciprocated, but still me being the individual that I am, I still didn't change being a good friend and continue to be a good friend to individuals who weren't deserving of me to be their friend. When you say you want to be surrounded by the quality of a person over the amount of people, such as the quantity, you have to always put yourself in a situation to where as you know who you are and you have to be 100% honest with yourself. And there's not too many people out there who can be 100% honest with their self. What type of person are you? What type of friend are you? Because there are a lot of people walking around thinking that they're good friends and they really aren't. I always tell people I'm beneficial to everyone because I've been official. So I don't walk around hating, being envious or jealous of anyone, let alone my friends. I wholeheartedly believe what's for me is always going to be for me. And there were times when I was at my lowest, I still looked out and helped people with a smile on my face. And that's why I feel I am blessed. And I'm not going to say that I've had such a hard life where things were so fucked up for me. But growing up, yes, I had a hard life because I basically had to raise myself because my mom was incarcerated. My father was battling drug addiction. I grew up in foster home. I lived with a couple of relatives. But in growing up and basically having to raise myself, I never lost touch with who I was. I know who I am. And I do things out of the kindness of my heart for people. But me being that type of person, I always get use because people want to be around me because I'm beneficial or because I'm quote unquote nice and kind. So they want to take my kindness for weakness. I always tell people I've done stuff for people who have never done anything for me. Even when they were given the chance to help me, they didn't. And that's when I realized that 
people don't have the capacity to be what I need them to be. So it's time for me to treat them accordingly and separate myself. Now, there's nothing wrong with placing people where they belong. And I had to learn that over the years that it's not about the amount of people that's surrounded by you because you could be surrounded by so many people and still feel so alone. If you ever spoke to anyone or know anyone that battled with depression, nine times out of 10, a lot of people that battle depression are surrounded by a lot of people and they still feel so alone. So it's not always about the number of people that are around you. It's about the quality of the people that are around you. If you are a person who suffers with depression, are the people around you, are they trying to help you overcome that depression? Are they making you laugh? Are they adding value to make you come up out of that dark space? Or are they just individuals that's around you because they feel like you're beneficial? I can name several things and several individuals that I have done things for, but when it turned around and the shoe was on the other foot, I can count on one hand how many people were there for me. And that was my aha, my, my wake up moment. Even though throughout the years, my mother was telling me like, no, she's not your friend. No, she doesn't like you. But when you're in the thick of things, you tend to not see what outsiders see. And because I grew up by myself and I raised myself, I'm the type of individual that I value relationships. I value my friendships. I value my significant other. But there are some individuals who don't know how to reciprocate and value me in the same way. And those were people that I was friends with for a very long time until I had that aha moment like, oh, this bitch really don't like me. Like she was just around me because I was beneficial. When you have that aha moment, I look at how is this person genuinely contributing to the positive things in my life? When I look at the quality of a person, I'm no longer doing life with people who aren't genuinely involved or interested in my life. And there's no shade to anybody. It's no beef with anybody. But I've just learned you have to love people and leave people in places they truly desire because people always show us where they want to be and who they want to be surrounded by. Now, I know that may sound cliche because it's like, oh, you are surrounded by so many people, but sometimes people are just around you because of how other people receive you. They're not around you because they want to be around you or they like you because you ever see somebody surrounded by so many people or somebody have a function and they function be jam packed. But when you speak to someone, like say you don't go to the function and then you speak to someone and they like, oh yeah, that shit was packed, but that shit was whack. It's always like some type of negativity coming from an individual at that function. Those are the type of individuals I choose not to surround myself with. Because if you come into my function, you're not coming to my function to, to give a play-by-play -play to somebody who wasn't at my function. If the individual wasn't at my function, obviously I didn't want them there. They weren't invited. So why are you giving them a play-by-play -play of what was going on as something that I invited you to and that you came to, that you were supposed to have a good time, but you're telling this individual how it was whack. Oh, it was crowded, but it was whack. You really have to learn to place people where they are, you have to learn to be around people who genuinely want to be around you, don't have an ulterior motive, not looking to get something, not trying to compete with you, not being in competition with you. I am content with the few people that I keep around me. I don't speak to them every day. We don't hang out every day. Everybody has a life. Everybody has kids. Everybody has a family. Everybody has something going on. We're not teenagers anymore. We can hang out with each other every day and we see each other in school every day and we going here on the weekends. 
we have real life responsibilities. So there's not an individual that I can say that I hang out with all the time. But when it matters and they have something and they invite me to it, I show up. Those are the individuals that I choose to surround myself with. And I'm not that individual that if you have something and you don't invite me, I'm in my feelings. Because let's be for real, where I am now, I really don't want to fucking go anywhere anyway. So I'm not upset because you didn't invite me. However, if it's an important moment or a milestone or something that you hold close to your heart and you invite me and I, you know, we're, we're on that level and I fucked with you, I'm going to show up. But please, let's not get it twisted. If you don't invite me, I am not upset because nine times out of 10, I didn't want to come any fucking way. But and individuals like that who get upset because you didn't show up to something or you missed one event or two events. And then it's like, they want some, oh, fuck you shit. I don't need to be surrounded by people like that because I understand that everyone has a life. Everyone has things going on and shit happens. If you've shown up for me, I appreciate that you shown up, that you showed up for me. But if you couldn't, I'm not somewhere cursing you out or mad at you because you couldn't show up to something that I had. I'm starting to realize at this big old age that I am, that less is more. I'm not embarrassed to celebrate with just two people because the love be fake and the hate be so real. So I'm not upset if I have a dinner party and I only invite four people. Those are the four people that mean something to me. I hold them close to my heart and this is what I want to do and this is what I'm having. So this is what we're going to do. And I can't really do the tit for tat type of people. And it just be on some, that's when you start to realize, okay, it's not the quantity of people, it's the quality. Because I'm not the type of person who's going to tip for tat you like, oh, she didn't come to my thing, so I'm not going to hers. She ain't telling me happy birthday, so I'm not telling her happy birthday. People like that, and this is just my opinion, I feel like you're miserable. Being petty at a certain age is miserable. But we're going to talk about that on another episode. People show up for who they want to show up for. And I refuse to be in a space filled with people and I still feel alone. So this is where you start to weigh the quality over the quantity of people. And again, like I said earlier, let's not get it twisted. I know a lot of people. So I can have a function and I can pack uh, an event space. But are these people really genuinely here because they fuck with me? Or are they really genuinely here just to say that they came and to give a play-by-play -play and to talk shit about the function that I had? That's when you start to weigh the quality over the quantity because people will show up just to be nosy, to talk shit, and to be messy. I keep saying, as I get older, I'm starting to realize that people are weird as fuck and be on a different type of time, and I'm not on that type of time. Even though I am the genuine person that I am, and I know who fucks with me and who don't, I still can't bring myself to be that tit-for-tat petty person. I just won't fuck with you. That's it. I'm not that in-between type of person. It's either black or white. Either we cool or we not. All that other in-between shady shit, I can't do it. I know this one girl who is very petty, very shady, and it just be like, girl. And then I speak on it because I'm not holding my tongue for anybody. And then when I speak on it and I say, like, it's not that serious. Like, oh, that bitch didn't come to my shit, so I'm not going to hers. And it's like, but how you know she didn't have an emergency? How you know that something didn't happen in her life? Did you ask her why she didn't come to your thing? And it's like, no, she just didn't come. And it's like, okay, we're all grown. Like, 
At what point do you realize that the world does not revolve around you and other people have things going on in their lives as well? You're not the only one that got shit going on. Everybody have shit going on in their life. And if you stop being so fucking petty and took the time out to figure out if you really fuck with this person and this is a relationship that you value, instead of you getting mad because they missed your function, how about you pick up the phone and have a conversation and see what's going on with that person? And I'm celebrating with the right people who are going to be present and proud and be around me and celebrate me. I don't want to celebrate with people who just want to be there to talk shit, to get somebody that I don't fuck with a play by play to let them know they came to my shit and my shit was whack or they came to my shit and my shit was crowded, but the food was nasty or whatever the case may be. But at the same time, when individuals come to give somebody a play by play of your event, that's an individual that you don't really want to keep next to you because that's not the quality of person you're trying to have around because they're not genuinely there to support you. Why are you at my event giving somebody else a play-by-play that's not here? Obviously, they're not here because they weren't invited, so they're not close enough to me to be at the event, but to be sitting there really giving somebody a play-by-play, I don't need to be around individuals like that. And again, most people have done stuff for people who haven't done anything for them. And I tell people all the time, I don't do stuff for you to say that I did it, but let's not get it twisted. You're not about to sit here and act like I didn't step out or go out my way or help you do something because I can name several individuals who I put in a position to make money, but I can't tell you how many people put me in a position to make money. I can name several people that I got a job or I gave a job to, but I can't name not one person that did that for me. So that's when I started to sit back and realize like, you know what? I need to start evaluating the quality of people that I'm surrounded by instead of the quantity because knowing a lot of people, okay, yeah, I know a lot of people, but how is that conducive to my life if when, damn, I fall on hard times and I might need a job. I can't, none of y'all are here to help me. Or if something happens and I just need somebody to make me laugh nobody is here to crack a joke with me or I'm stuck somewhere and it's an emergency and I need somebody to pick my kid up. I can't call nobody. And it's just like, you start to sit back and you start to realize that you are always doing for people, but no one is doing for you. You're there to fill everyone's cup when they need it, but no one is there to fill your cup when you need it. Or you have very few people who are there to fill your cup when you need it. And the eye-opening moment for me with a, quite a few individuals was when my mother fell ill and got sick. And it was the people that I least expected that showed up for me. And when I say showed up, they found out my mom was sick. They sent me a message. They offered to come visit her. You know, they just checked in here and there randomly. Oh, I heard your mother's sick. How's she doing? Ah, 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 this, that, and the third. And genuinely just checked on me. But the people that I was with, every day, all the time, jumping out the window for, doing everything for, was MIA. So that was an eye-opening moment for me. And sometimes, again, it's you thinking that you have these relationships with people or you're overplaying your part in these relationships with people, but it's not reciprocated because they don't see you the same way. And something that I learned as I got older is that sometimes people can't reciprocate because they can't give me what they can't give themselves. People who are at war with themselves can't give or contribute to my peace. Those who betray themselves can't give me loyalty. 
And those who lie to themselves can't give me honesty. And those are the things that I look for. And the moment that I started seeing people as they were and not who I wished them to be, I found a sense of peace and understanding. And I started moving accordingly with those individuals. And the minute that I started moving accordingly with those individuals, I didn't have to cut them off. They cut themselves off. The phone calls stopped. The text messages stopped. When I would see them, the highs became dry and then the highs just stopped completely. And it just was like, okay, I get it. And I understand. And until people start to be real with themselves, they can't be real with anyone else. So how do I expect you to be real with me and you can't be real with yourself? And that was something that I had to learn and I had to learn it the hard way because I'm not going to sit here and act like my feelings weren't hurt when people couldn't reciprocate the things that I did for them back. And when I say the things that I did for them, I don't mean like monetary or anything like that. I mean, just showing up for them in any given time, any moment, good, bad, and different, I'm showing up for them. But when it was my turn, they couldn't show up for me. So of course my feelings were hurt. But when I realized that these individuals couldn't reciprocate it because they didn't have it in them was the moment that I was like, you know what? It is what it is. I'm going to move accordingly, no hard feelings, but I'm good on you and I'm going to keep it pushing. I wish you the best, but you can't get next to me again. And that's when I started evaluating the quality of people that I kept around me. And like I said, I know a lot of people, but I have very few friends. And the individuals that I'm surrounded by this day are high quality people that's going to show up, that's going to... They haven't heard from me in a while. I haven't heard from them in a while. We shoot each other a text message. When we link up, it's like we haven't missed a day. And again, everybody has their own life. So I'm not saying nobody has to be there for me 24-7, 365 days of the year. But I have learned that the strong friend is always the friend that's the least checked on. The one that appears to be the strong one and that appears to carry the weight of the word and still keep a smile on their face is the one that never gets things reciprocated to them, but they're expected to be there for everyone else. I don't want to be around individuals that always look at me as the strong friend. So then when something does happen, it's like, oh, she's strong, she got it. We don't need to be around her. So that's when you start to focus on the quality of people that you're surrounded by. When you decide to focus on the quality of people, it will impact your life in positive ways. These people will add joy and happiness to your life and at times help you broaden your perspective, help you keep an open mind and encourage you in life. Quality means keeping those close to you tight, but only making room for high quality people that deserve to be in your life and genuinely want to be in your life. And something that my mother used to always say, and I understood it as I got older, was I would rather have two quarters than 50 pennies. And I couldn't agree with her more. It's more so about the quality and not the quantity. So when you start to sit back and you realize that you have a lot of people around you who are low quality, you need to start self-reflecting, evaluating, and letting some people drop off. In the words of my mother, i rather have two quarters than 50 pennies. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Is It Just Me podcast. I hope you join me next week where we're going to discuss switched up on none, but fell back from plenty.